Hello everybody and welcome to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Kevin O'Rourke. How are you, Kato? Good, Andy. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. And a very special guest, Dakota Lasky, a.k.a. The Rapture, and my co-host from the Omega Metroid Podcast. How are you doing, Dak? Andy, I am doing fantastic and excited to be here for episode 99. Hell yeah, we're excited to have you on. Um, of course, we're, we're probably going to be plugging the Omega Metroid podcast a couple times this episode, oh, but yeah. by God, let's just get it off uh, to a good start and just plug it right now, right at the top. Uh, episode 1 dropped last week, and the response deck that I got was like super awesome towards it. What did you hear? Uh, I only saw good things, man, and people wanting some more podcast episodes, which we have in store already. More episodes coming your way, so looking forward to having those come out. And looking forward to recording more, because we already have some things we want to talk about. I'm, like, ready to go, but unfortunately I have to wait to record those a little <laughs> bit. But, yeah, looks good. Yeah, the, the three of us, before we started recording, were in a hot argument about whether Metroid Prime is a first-person shooter or not. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> arguing about is breath of the wild a, a building sim and we've we've deducted that uh it is it, it is yes, it definitely it is, is. I, that's what i would call it i want yeah. more building in breath of the wild too actually uh, oh yeah. yeah so omega omega metroid easy for me to say uh omega metroid episode one is available over on podbean and by the time that you're listening to this uh tomorrow Omega Metroid episode number two is going to be coming out, and we are talking about our wish list for Metroid Prime 4, Ooh. and I was really excited by how this episode turned out, Dak. I think, like, you had a lot of stuff that I didn't think of, and maybe vice versa, so I think that it turned, I think it came out really well. I think that whoever making Metroid Prime 4, if they listened to our podcast and they just incorporated what we talked about, we would have the best Metroid game of all time. That's all I'm saying. Ab- absolutely. Um, so yeah, go and check that out. Thank you for everyone that uh, checked out the first episode. And thank you to our pals over at uh, Metro Database for sharing and giving us some love. So yeah, we're happy to have Dak here today. He's filling in for Allison. Allison is on vacation or something like that. I don't know who agreed to give her a week off, but it certainly wasn't me. I don't know what that's all about. Um, but she will be back next week for episode 100 of the Champions Cast. I am stoked. I am fired up for that. Uh, we are going to be live streaming Saturday night, uh, March the 14th. It's going to start at, what did, what did we say, 7 o'clock Pacific, 10 yep. o'clock Eastern? Yes. 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern, live on Twitch TV slash Zelda Dungeon. Live, baby, live on Saturday night. Uh, so we're, we're going to be there. We're going to have a good time. Uh, we're going to be releasing that audio in regular podcast form. But if you want to participate, you want to ask us questions about the podcast, any behind-the-scenes kind of stuff, uh, you can definitely do that. We're going to be talking about the origins, how it started, some of the funny bloopers along the road, and uh, we're going to have some special guests pop in as well and kind of share and, and tell some stories. Um, I will I will tell you a story about the time that our illustrious leader, Mossies, lit me up for a debate that, uh, that we had and me not calling out someone on a certain fact. So that's just one of the great stories that, uh, that we're going to share. So... Yeah, make sure that you come on by and uh, come hang out on the 14th. Again, that's going to be episode 100 of the Champions Cast. I can't believe that it's been two plus years already. It seems like it's just uh, it was just yesterday that we got the show up and off the ground. So, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that. And you know what? I'm I'm proud of uh, you know how the show has progressed from episode one to episode 100. So, I hope everybody can join in. It's going to be fun. 
It's going to be a good time. Hopefully we get um, to 101. Hopefully the show just doesn't get cancelled after that 100th live episode. So Actually, we'll I've, I've got some breaking news. We've been renewed for another season. Another 100th oh, wow. renewed, yes. Yeah. There you go. We, uh, we are... Our hosting payment came up, and, and Mossy's was, I think he was on the fence, but he's like, you know what? Have another year, guys. We'll see how you do. <laughs> That's great. So there you go. You got at least 52 more episodes of the Champions cast after that. Wow. So shout out to that. We'll see how long it takes to uh, make him regret that decision. I'm going to so yeah, start one... doubling up uh, two episodes per week. It's <laughs> a lot of Once Zelda. Once again, that is the 14th. That is 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern. Come hang out with us. I'm going to be there. Kevin's going to be there. Allison's going to be there. We're going to have special guests, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, there's no time limit. We're just going to go and go and go and go, and we'll stop when we stop. And I think that it'll be it'll be a fun night had by all. Speaking of fun, last thing that we want to talk about before we kind of get going here on today's episode, Musical March Madness is taking over Zelda Dungeon. Of course, the tournament kicked off on Saturday night. If you don't know what Musical March Madness is about... We have a NCAA-style bracket featuring 64 Legend of Zelda songs, and they are going at it. We're going to have four matches per day. You can vote over on ZeldaDungeon.net. So it's a single elimination tournament until we eventually just get down to one song to rule them all. And uh, the action is is pretty hot and heavy so far, so make sure that you're getting over and voting that. There's new matchups every single day, and this year... You can actually win some stuff. You can win. You can win some prizes, courtesy of uh, our pals over at Materia Collective. Dak, I'm gonna put you on the hot seat here. Oh boy. What, sir, is your favorite Zelda song? Uh, and if you don't know the name, oh, that's wow. okay. But just like, give us a description. I mean, the uh, Song of Storms is probably my favorite. If I had right. to go with that, like, I, if I had to like really think about what my favorite one is, I'd have to go and sit down and listen to like every track um, from every game. But off the top of my head, that's always been a favorite of mine. Like, growing up as a kid, Song of Storms is always a favorite. So, that would be my pick. I think, like, the off-the-top-of-your-head pick is, like, the true... Yeah. You know, it's that's, a true that's indicator what I feel of what's in my, in my soul. The Song of Storms. But there's a lot of other favorites, like Hateno Village. I love that song. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, too. That's that's probably been, like, my second, maybe. off the, Again, off the top of my head. Man, we didn't even include that in Musical March Madness this year. That seems like a that, really big that, oversight. That is an issue because that is 100% one of my favorite songs of all time. I love that song. There's always next year. Always next year. Like Metroid Actually, Prime 4, there's always next year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's true. If, you are, um, if you're checking out Musical March Madness and you're just like, why isn't this song at the tournament? Uh, put it in the comments because we're always looking for like the snubs. So we can kind of take the losers out of the tournament that don't do really well and then put the put the snubs in for next year. Um, I'm all about that uh, Monk Mas Kushia. Ko, oh, I, I found this. I found an eight bit remix of that song and it slaps. It's so oh good. yeah, it's it's pretty fire. I, I was listening to that. I think you threw that in the uh, musical March Madness chat. It's pretty good. Oh man, it was. It now was is just... it is it fourth round taking the entire tournament, dribbling around everybody? Good. I don't know. I, I think it could be. I don't know. We'll see. Actually, um, Monk Maz Kashia is up in action later today, the day that we're recording. So I'm hoping that I'm hoping that it goes through. Me and Moss made some side bets actually about uh, the tournament this year. So I need those bragging rights. Oh wow! So make sure that you vote for Monk. I hope the loser doesn't have to do something embarrassing. 
you know, we actually, we didn't create terms yet. It's more so just for, for pride and integrity and honor. Oh, boy. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> change your Discord profile picture to something, or you have to dress up and, you know, go order a coffee somewhere dressed up as, like, King Harkinian or something. Come on, you got to think outside the box here, Andy. Make I, I, went and ordered, uh, I went and ordered a coffee this morning in a yellow hoodie, and that's, that's halfway there. Wow. Dead silence. All right, let's well, get on with today's show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're here to talk about a couple things. Um, we are going to be talking about the lack of Nintendo Direct for this uh, early 2020 year so far. We don't really know what the heck is coming out this year. E3 is still a couple months away, um, if, if E3 happens at all. And uh, I really, I don't know how what is coming out beyond Animal Crossing later. So uh, the three of us got together, we put our heads together, and we're going to just give some educated guesses as to what games will come out in the summer and fall of this year and make up Nintendo's 2020 lineup. So we're going we're gonna to go over that list. But before we get there, since we have Dak on the show from the Omega Metroid podcast, we thought that, you know, we do a little bit of Metroid Zelda crossover talk. And what I wanted to talk about specifically is Metroid Prime 4 and how with every, with every day that goes by that we just don't hear anything about Metroid Prime 4, it just really reminds me more and more of kind of like the, uh, the developmental cycle of Breath of the Wild because that was such a, a weird developmental cycle where it, it was in development, it got delayed, it just uh, went dark for more than a year. And it just, it seemed to have this mystique growing about it. And with every time, or with every passing day that you didn't hear anything about Breath of the Wild, the mystique just seemed to grow to me. And I'm kind of getting the same kind of vibes with Metroid Prime 4. I don't know, do you guys kind of get that same thing? There's a little bit of yes and no with this. Um, I think that the problem with the Metroid Prime 4 announcement was, it was uh, was announced at E3 2017. I I got the year right there. And uh, it was just a it was just a logo. Here it is. Here's the football. You know, it's you just have this. That's all you got. Um, and with Breath of the Wild, you got a, a little bit more, like more trickled out. I think that's the big difference between the two of them. Yeah, I, I mean, just to for any anyone who follows wrestling. I mean, this the Metroid Prime 4 announcement feels like a hot shot, right? Like you give someone a quick t- title win on a Monday Night Raw or something to get a rating shot. Like that's you're putting it out there because you know Metroid Prime 4 the name itself is going to get people excited when it doesn't matter if you have anything in the back. It, it doesn't matter because people are going to get excited. The Zelda has that mystique cuz it's Zelda. There's always like the long developments. We haven't had a Zelda game in a while. It's a new on console. It's uh it, it didn't Metroid Prime 4's development has been well like five different Namco Bandai companies were working on it so they canceled it and they didn't really have anything I feel like the actual developments themselves really don't feel and cycles really don't feel very similar at all and and I agree with Kevin's point as well like we did get a little more out of Breath of the Wild like there was substance to it there's literally nothing for Metroid Prime 4 it could be anything it could be nothing it was really just a name to get people excited which I understand why they did it and it got me excited it certainly worked Mm -hmm, Yeah. but um, yeah I think it kind of the similarities do kind of start to run thin almost as thin as we know the information is for metroid prime 4 so um yeah i don't know i, I definitely yes to no for me as well uh, so first of all 
you just endeared yourself to Kevin with that wrestling analogy right there. I'm, <laughs> yes. I know he's loving sure. that. I'm still smiling. <laughs> well, that's how it feels to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was a, that was a cheap pop, but yeah, that's fine. Very cheap pop for sure. All right. So sec- second of all, Kevin, you got the year right, but uh, it was the, during the January Switch presentation that. Oh, that's right, not announced. E3. Um, and then third, I will say that uh, it, it was definitely announced too early, but uh, I, I want to say with IGN. IGN did an interview with uh, Reggie Fizeme, and he he specifically talked about Metroid Prime Four, and he said like you know at Nintendo we're not in the habit of announcing games that we're working on that are more than six to nine months out of uh, the release window, but they made an exception for Metroid Prime Four because they knew that fans were really clamoring for that next Metroid game, and they wanted to basically assure Metroid fans that uh, you know the the series was getting work on their, their a new installment was coming so they did make that exception for metroid but i guess like uh, maybe another thing that kind of reminds me of the breath of the wild developmental cycle and this is another kind of weird like what if or like maybe this happened but when nintendo came out and they announced that you know the development of metroid prime 4 is just not going as we hoped it's it's not progressing as we'd like and we're going to basically restart i just like part of me has always wondered ever since i saw that announcement like did the same thing happen with breath of the wild maybe not to such a great extent where like they had to completely redo the whole game but like when breath of the wild was delayed it was like completely dark it was delayed just a couple maybe a month or so before E3 2015, and we didn't hear about it at all in any form until E3 2016. So part of me is just like, I wonder if, like, retrospectively looking back, Breath of the Wild ran into a similar set of circumstance. And again, that's kind of, to me, maybe why I'm starting to lump these games together, because it's like the mystique of, like, what's going on with Breath of the Wild is kind of the same for me, where the mystique of Metroid Prime 4 is growing, and it's like, what is going on with this game? Yeah, I think the other thing too is like you mentioned that fans are clamoring, or Reggie even said, fans are like clamoring for you know more Metroid. Um, and you look at like the Zelda series, and there's, you know, there's a game we were we were saying like game every year or every other year I think offline before. Um, and Metroid does Metroid does not have that. Um, no. You have people clamoring for games, but Metroid itself isn't. Doesn't really bring in the the clams and clamoring, if you know what I mean. Um, Metroid is not that you know prized Nintendo like here's that special hot clam linguine with white clam sauce dish. Yeah, you're not digging into to Metroid. Unfortunately, um, it's not that that hotcake seller like uh, like your Mario and your Zelda, right. your Mario Kart, your Smash. Metroid is like kind of. I don't want to say it's in, like, Donkey Kong and Kirby territory, but, hey, we can get a Kirby game every year. Um, we well, don't get a Metroid like even, game every Even year. Donkey Kong will typically sell more than a Metroid game. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but it, it also has, like, a very vocal uh, portion of fans. And, like, just the fact that almost to almost to a game, every Metroid game is, like, a critical smash. And, Dak, I know what you're about to say it's just <laughs> not every metroid game most metroid games is a critical smash i think that that kind of 
um, elevates it as well in terms of Nintendo fans. I, I, but yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, Federation Forces. Well, I, honestly, and that's another discussion. I actually don't hate Federation Force. I think that game is fun. It seems like a fun time. It, it, it's a fine game. I, I have no problem with that game. Another discussion and entirely. I think um, really a lot of this, I think we have to look at the context of the two games here too, right? In the franchises. Like they're really in terms of like a main Zelda console game. Hasn't been a game in Zelda as bad as other M was for Metroid, right? So there's more of a need for someone who's creating a Metroid game to reassure who's going to potentially buy it because there have been that bad Metroid games. So as a Metroid fan, it is nice to be reassured that they want to make sure the stuff is good because I know it happens when it's not. For Zelda, even if the game might be a Skyward Sword or a Twilight Princess, which maybe weren't as critically well-received as A Breath of the Wild or Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask or Link to the Past or whatever it is, those games are still pretty solid games right they're the pretty decent games or more or less they're not like horrible messes right so for they 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 have less to gain by being more communicative as a zelda development team because it more or less they're usually okay in terms of development if there's a little like hitch or you know bump in the road they have a lot more to lose by being more communicative as far as i can tell whereas for metroid they have nothing to lose if they're very transparent, that's great, because I know that they care to make a good Metroid game. If they're being really quiet about the development of Metroid, that makes me worried, because last time that they were, I didn't hear anything about a game coming out, and then it came out, and it was a Metroid main console game, whatever it was, it was horrible. So I think the contexts here are different, where, yeah, okay, there's a mystique to these games, and it's being changed and elevated. We get Zelda games more often now. We haven't had a Metroid game here in a while, but I think you have to look at the history of the games in the past 10, 20 years, too, where Metroid, in terms of quality games it has a lot but recently it has been inconsistent so it's nice to have that reassurance I, i'm glad that they came out and said we're restarting it i don't care how long it takes to make the game as long as it comes out whereas breath of the wild 2 people are, are hyped for breath of the wild what do they have to gain by saying anything about the development they people only need to hear about when the game's coming out and i think that's why they've not said anything and i think that's probably the best choice no news is good news, yeah, right? I, I 100% agree with that. There's no news is good news. Because, yeah, people are waiting a while for Breath of the Wild 2. But then they announced Breath of the Wild 2 or whatever the official title is in three months. And everyone's going to be as excited as if they had said something, if not more excited, as if they said something four days ago or whatever it was, five days ago, and been like, oh, it's still development. Like, here are some screens, you know? Like, I, I feel like they have nothing to gain by doing something until it's really really ready and i think they'll know when it's really really ready and hopefully that's soon but i think so far they're they're handling it pretty well so i actually like when when breath of the wild and, and the first breath of the wild was delayed and you just didn't hear anything about it and that mystique was built up i actually think that that's kind of a good thing because when it did come out there was you know there was just this aura right about breath of the wild and like i i feel like the same thing for me is going on with Metroid Prime 4. So yeah, I, I guess, uh, you know, I, I guess, like, I, I agree with what you said, you know, you might as well not share it in, until you're ready. I just, there, there are some similarities between the two in my eyes, and just kind of how, like, yeah. I feel like both of these entries, like Breath of the Wild, I think was just a really, I, I think that Breath of the Wild was the most important game that Nintendo ever released, where they were at in the, like, as a company, they just come off the disastrous Wii U, they were launching a new console, um, and, and Zelda really was the centerpiece of that. And it was kind of like this last hope for a lot of Nintendo fans. And then when it came out, it was like, you know, this critical smash. Uh, it's the best-selling Zelda game. So I feel like Metroid is, and, and actually maybe just to backtrack for a second too, the Zelda series, you could argue, 
was um, kind of in need of a little bit of uh, revamping at that point, too. Like, the yeah. Ocarina of Time formula had run a little bit stale, and a lot of fans were just like, you know, I, I want to change. So Breath of the Wild was not only important to Nintendo, but it was important to Zelda, the franchise. So I, I kind of feel like Metroid Prime 4 is in the same boat. Obviously not to the same extent in terms of importance to the company, but like in terms of importance to the series, I feel like we've come off Other M, which was really disappointing. Federation Forest, which was disappointing to a lot of fans. Um, Samus Returns was great, but that, you know, it's it's a remake. It's not It's not moving the needle. So I feel like Prime 4 is really kind of in that Breath of the Wild position where it's like, okay, this is a really important entry for our series. Like, we've got to we've got to make it right, and if this thing works, then we're going to enter this new, like, era of Metroid, if that makes sense. Yeah, I 100% agree yeah. there. Yeah, and we're, we're 10 years out from uh, the release of Other M. Which is nuts. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's the last time we've seen a, a true-to-form, you know, uh, first-person, you know, Metroid Prime series game. Like, we had Federation Force, but, you know, that's not your true blue Metroid. Um, Dak, and... what are you doing to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of Other M? I, well, I, have I gotta to remember when the, the exact uh, date of Other M came out in the U.S., because it's some cursed day. Um, <laughs> it says something heavy about drinking August. at the bar. Know. Yeah, like, that's the thing, is that I was excited for Other M, man. Like, I was like, this game's gonna be great, this looks cool, but then something's in the trail, like, ah, that's... And that's a whole other discussion. Um, yeah, it's been so long. I feel like I do agree, though, that Metroid Prime 4 has taken on the mystique because now, like, it, it, so much is riding on it. I 100% agree that, like, it is mm -hmm. a very much a, a pivotal. Is Metroid going to enter, like, a new platinum era, a new golden age of Metroid like we saw at the you know, early 2000s? Or are we going to get another 10 years of crap like we've pretty much, you know, we had from, uh, you know, when Metroid Prime 3 was out, and that was great. That was Metroid Prime 3 came out 13 years ago. Like, that's the last time we had a main good console Metroid game. Not a main series game, but a, a good console Metroid game. And Samus Returns was good, but it was on the 3DS. And like you said, it was a remake. It, you know, didn't turn the needle as much. It was kind of like when Star Wars came back out. They did something safe, right? And Force Awakens was like a remake of Episode 4, and it was a safe remake. But it, it could have led to something great. I just don't want Metroid Prime 4 to be Last Jedi. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want it to be, I want it to be, you know, Empire Strikes Back, right? I want it to be something really hype and awesome so that way we get some more Metroid. And I think that's 100% the situation that it's in. And, yeah, so in that way, I do agree that it's very much like Breath of the Wild. You know, you I'm going to shout out. On Hoth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so I'm going to shout out one of our most loyal listeners, uh, Jedi Geek Girl. She runs a podcast all about Star Wars Destiny. She listens religiously every week. And I know that she just hated what you just said, Dad. Because I'm pretty I? sure she's, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's a big fan of the Last Jedi, Ooh. and that's almost like talking politics in the Discord. Like when you talk about the Last Jedi, like you don't want to be. Uh, I, I try and stay neutral on it, but I guess here I, I go. I, I hated. The I Last will Jedi. say, oh man, that one was cool. Last Jedi was. Uh, it looked cool. I think it was a. I will say though, I think Rise of Skywalker might be worse, but Last Jedi was also pretty bad. Um, I, I hate oh, it. Oh, I've liked all the I, new ones. I, Rise of Skywalker was like Rogue okay. One, baby. Rogue One. That's where I'm at. Rogue One is the good one. That's, <laughs> That's... That. I love that movie. All right. Shout out to <laughs> Jedi Geek Girl. Appreciate you listening. And I hope that you stop by for the live stream uh, next week. All right, fellas. Let's move on and let's talk about the game lineup, what we think it might be for the rest of 2020, and uh, make some educated guesses here. 
Uh, you know, really beyond beyond Animal Crossing, uh, we don't really have a whole lot of confirmed release dates. We have some games that we know are coming, and maybe let's start with those. But like, really, no concrete releases for anything that I have seen. So, um, I guess let's talk about the stuff that we absolutely know is coming out in 2020. Let's start out with um, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Have any of you guys played this game before? No, I've not. I played it a little bit, and then I didn't finish it the first one. <laughs> I hope that this game really does well. I'm I'm tempted to buy it because I did play it. I got it for the 3DS, and I got the the new 3DS with the little oh. uh, joystick little thingy that it has. Yeah. yeah, and I got it specifically to play this game. But man, I wish I would have known that this was coming to Switch because I would have just waited. But I really like Xenoblade. The first one is really good. Um, for all you Smash fans out there, that's the game that Shulk comes from. So check it out. We know that this is coming out sometime this year. Uh, the last, I want to say the last Nintendo Direct that we had, the uh, the last announcement was about Xenoblade. Uh, that was kind of like the, the capper on the whole Direct. So we know that it's coming out sometime this year. Um, I... I could be mistaken. I don't think we have a release date for this, do we? No, I think it's just uh, hanging around 2020 is the uh, is the official. Good old 2020. Hanging hang in there. Yeah, some, it's going to drop on us sometime. Okay, so we know that that's coming. Um, there's there's two games that I'm really excited for, but they're not. I mean, they're not Nintendo. They're not made by Nintendo, and they're not what you would call a needle mover games. But actually, and Dak, you and I will probably cover this game on the Omega Metroid podcast. Axiom Verge 2 oh, okay. is coming out at some yes. point this year. And this is... Uh, the, the first Axiom Verge was just an absolutely incredible spiritual sequel to Super Metroid. Uh, I, I absolutely loved it. I'm really excited for the second. And we know that that's coming out sometime in 2020. Again, though, not a... Not really a needle mover, not what you'd maybe call a main event kind of a game, but we do know that that's coming out, um, as well as another game that maybe only I'm excited for, but Sports Story, <laughs> and what that is is it's a sequel <laughs> no, to this like golf story, right? To Golf Story, yeah. Yeah. And, and oh, it looks really game, cute. It's awesome. It's 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 kind of like Earthbound, but you play golf. That's the best way okay. I can think of to describe <laughs> it. Cool. And I don't that like sounds, sports games at all. Fun. It is. It's awesome. Yeah, I love golf. Out. Uh, yeah, it's in like I just want to reiterate to anyone listening that I hate sports games, but I loved this. It's just so wacky and so goofy. Um, and and sports story is a sequel to that. It's uh, it's got a bunch of different like you can play tennis and just other stuff. But obviously that's not really a main event game either. And you know what? That's pretty much all that we have confirmed for 2020. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, have do you, have I missed anything here, fellas? Um, we have a few like non first party games. Uh, we have uh, no more hero. Excuse me, no more heroes three is supposed to be making its way to Switch. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, Dragon right. Quest Heroes one and two that combo pack um, of like the the Dynasty Warriors game uh, for Dragon Quest. Uh, Yokai Watch four. Speaking of games that have a four in it, um, but I think that's like the big bulk of oh. of games that are coming out for that we, that we know of. For you know what? Uh, we do know that Bravely Default Two is coming. I I don't I can't remember. Do we know that oh, that's, that's right. coming twenty twenty or is that just uh, was that just a general announcement that it's being made? It's supposed to be twenty twenty. 
It's supposed yeah. to be. Um, and I think also, too, in the in the Minecraft world, we have Minecraft dungeons. I'm not sure if that's hitting sooner or later. I think that might be a, a mid-2020. I might be wrong here, but... So looking at that lineup of games, and I, maybe I'll just well, I, uh, go back for a second There's actually a couple others here. I was going to say since there's some others. Oh, I'm yeah, go for it. To, um, I know, this, but agree, this is also... These are things that are also not just necessarily Nintendo titles, though. But how the I think there's a new Hollow Knight game coming out this year yes. potentially. Silk Song, I think it's called. Um, that's right. Yes. Which I, that's what I thought you were gonna say. Then you said Sports Story. I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ho- Actually, I can't believe that I forgot about yeah, know, Hollow, Hollow Knight. Knight. And I was just talking game. about it yesterday. Um, you know, that's I think something that is in the conversation of maybe not necessarily like Metrovania's, but certainly kind of that similar style and similar kind of likes in terms of you know if you played axiom virgin metroid games I've, I've also played hollow knight and other similar games and and they're very enjoyable so that's something i'm looking forward to um there's also the pokemon sword and shield expansion pack that's coming out this year which is not really new right. but that is yeah. uh, right. nintendo and first party and that's pokemon which should be cool um i'm also looking forward to doom eternal coming back i think that's going to be uh on oh yeah Switch. yeah so that's coming out later this doom month. 64 also yeah doom 64 is also coming yeah. out so that's pretty sick there's so there's definitely stuff there too um what else yeah you said no more heroes 3 which i think is really cool yeah so i was gonna say those are also some games i'm looking forward to this year as well and, and yeah so those are games that we know are coming out in 2020 yeah. um i loved hollow knight and actually i can't wait to talk about the first hollow knight on the omega metroid podcast uh, i think that would fit right in with what we do exactly um but yeah i, I loved hollow knight uh, i've played the first two bravely defaults great throwback rpgs but you know i'm looking at that list that we just um that we just ran through and i'm not sure that there's like that main event game in that in that list you know like the closest thing to me that we know is going to get that you know to use another wrestling term that push would be xenoblade uh, I think Nintendo is going to market that heavy and hard, and I think that that's going to be, um, you know, uh, a, a good seller for them. But like, I don't see that in the like, like I don't see that as the the Black Friday game. You know, like I don't see that as your holiday game. I see that as maybe like a summer game, kind of in the same vein as like a, a Astral Chain or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, so, where's your Mario Kart? Where's your Smash? Where's your Kirby? Breath of the Wild 2, man. Or yeah, your Breath yeah, of the Wild 2, yeah. I think that's what it I is. Had to. So here's what's happened, right? It's it's a big yard. No one's in it. But the big dog has to come and defend their yard. <laughs> and, and that big dog that big dog is Breath of the Wild 2. That's why they haven't that's why there hasn't Ooh, been a big wow. announcement yet. Yes, exactly. That's why there hasn't been a big Breath of the Wild yet. 2 is going to WrestleMania. Yeah, that's what I think cuz they have they're, they're they're setting themselves up. They've got all these other titles that may or may not or most likely will come in 2020, which you know, they're indie games, they're sequels to stuff that people like, the blah blah all this stuff. Then they're going to hit us with a big power bomb through the table. It's oh, Breath of the gosh. Wild 2 coming out holiday 2020 i'm telling you that's what's gonna happen okay okay so let's talk about it ko you and i have talked on this show before and debated whether breath of the wild is coming out in uh, 2020 breath of the wild 2 that is of course is coming out in 2020 and we've kind of went back and forth we're on the fence uh do you want to update your answer do you think that breath of the wild 2 is still coming out in 2020 despite the fact that we haven't seen anything about it yet in a nintendo direct or anywhere else yeah, I'm a little more scared about it, but I'm still holding true. Um, Metroid Prime 4 is not going to be 2020, but Breath of the Wild 2, I'm still holding on to that 2020 
holiday release. You know what? I I think Allison had said that Breath of the Wild Two is coming out in 2020 if we see it at a Nintendo Direct in the early parts of the year. And I kind of I didn't think that we would see Breath of the Wild Two until E3 uh, this year, rather after we saw it at last year's E3. And the the more that we don't hear it, I just like I don't feel like you can have a five month like release or a five month window between really unveiling the game in uh, in July or June or whatever E three is, and then releasing in November or December. Like I just I feel like that's too soon. Like you got to have some more details about it for people. And I know that it's going to sell itself because it's Breath of the Wild two and whatever. But to me. I just, like, with, with every day that we don't hear anything more about it, I'm just like, okay, well, this is coming out in March. Like, at this time next year. Hmm. So I think that's where I'm at with it. I, I don't know. I feel like what you described is exactly what's going to happen. They're going to announce it at E3 officially, and then it's going to come out in December. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to have this really hyper-mode marketing for six months and just shove Breath of the Wild 2 in our face for six months. Because they know it's going to sell. I don't think they really need to extend it out very farther. I think it'll probably be all ready to go by then. And then we'll see it in December. And that's why I don't want Metroid Prime 4 to come out this year. Because Zelda <laughs> will come out this year. And we don't need those things overlapping. Have Metroid Prime no, have Metroid Prime not. 4 come out December of 2021. Have it come out in 2022 for all I care. Zelda. It might be trending towards that yeah, now. Honestly, I'd be very happy if it came out in 2022. And um, But I do think Breath of the Wild being a, a revealed around or at E3 time and then coming out in December, that sounds pretty likely. Not likely, but I could see that reasonably happening, and I would. I think that could happen, yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I could see that, that happening, too. I just, like, I maybe I'm just pessimistic. Like, I'm worried. You know, I feel like, I just feel like that's a short time to really unveil the game and then push it out. But I could see that happening, and I, I actually hope that that's what happens, because looking at some of the other games that you know i've kind of guessed might come out this year as well nothing is on the same level as what breath of the wild 2 could be like nothing is going to take that that main event slot if you will i just so yeah i mean i, I hope that that's true i, feel like I hope you're you right kinda, like you kind of answer your own question though earlier like it sells itself like why does it need to be announced any earlier from its release date do you think than like six months you know I, I mean i get i guess it doesn't you know like what is it gain by doing it's that? just like looking traditionally that's just it's a short time from announcement till you know retail for such a big game i i mean you're right it doesn't I mean, people know what breath of the wild 2 is all about it's a sequel to breath of the wild yeah. and everybody has played breath of the wild so like you know i could i could see that happening i just i'm getting nervous with every day that i don't <laughs> that i don't see it you know yeah you also too andy you have to also consider that like your average consumer doesn't listen to the champions cast unfortunately hmm. um isn't as in tune with like maybe they're not even watching nintendo directs or they're not on you know they're not even on like video game news sites scoping out like what's coming out this year they're gonna see like oh yeah that zelda game or maybe they heard about it and maybe they read about it in like the newspaper or they saw it in like the target ad or what have you and they're like oh yeah like oh you want that new zelda game for you know for christmas or for your birthday or something i think that's the majority of, of the gamers so like we're laser focused in on this and we're like yes it has to be this we need more information because we want it but your average consumer is just gonna like pick that game up off the shelf and be like cool zelda let's get it i hope you're right yeah i, I hope, I hope you're so right. too i want this game ace i want it to i want it yesterday 
Well, I mean, all of us do, but uh, to the Metroid Prime 4 point, we also want it to be... I think it's for Breath of the Wild too. It's not a it's not an issue of will it be good or not good. Obviously, we know that it's going to be good. The issue for me is like, will it be distinct enough from Breath of the Wild to stand on its own two feet? The best thing that could happen to Breath of the Wild two is that it, it kind of does the what Majora's Mask did and is the same yes. game but like its own thing. Well, that's what they need, yes. you know, because Breath of the Wild was. I mean, Breath, as far as I'm concerned, I love Breath of the Wild. I think really it only had a few missteps. All it needs to do is just tighten and it's it's focus and add more substance and you know f add a story and that's really what majora's mask did to ocarina of time more or less um yeah and and that's why i feel like i, I, I there's two different perspectives here because number one i'm not like as huge of a zelda fan as like you guys are there's a lot more riding on breath of the wild 2 coming out for you guys like if breath of the wild 2 is like really really bad i'm not gonna like die you know but metroid prime 4 is really bad like you know, I'll feel I'll feel horrible, right? So I think there's that that feeling too. Second, um, Breath of the Wild is a great foundation for Breath of the Wild to to build on, right? So I have a lot more faith right. knowing that Breath of the Wild is a good game. That they, I feel like they can't really screw up Breath of the Wild too. Like they just take the same game and just make it and just fine tune it, make it a little better. That's literally all they need to do, and I think that's what they're going to do. Metroid Prime Four, they it's going to be kind of built from the ground up. I would assume is exactly what they're doing. You know, Metroid Prime 3 came out 13 years ago. I really don't think they're building on that. There hasn't been another Metroid Prime game since. So there isn't really a foundation for Prime 4 to build on development-wise. That's what makes me feel more anxious as a Metroid fan, which is why I'm glad they're being more transparent. But as a Zelda fan, I would think you guys are pretty comfortable, regardless of no news, because you know Breath of the Wild is good. How could they screw this up? Sure yeah, hope I, so. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, you nailed it on the head. Like... Again, it's not a question of will Breath of the Wild 2 be good. I, th I think there's no way it, it can't be good. If they're if they're using the same engine as Breath of the Wild, which obviously they are, yeah. then there's there's no way that it can be bad. It's just like, does it set itself apart? That's the only thing. Yeah. And I and I have total faith in them that, that they will. Um, so yeah, so that there we go. We'll see if uh, Breath of the Wild 2 is a 2020 game or not. I think we are all in agreement that Metroid Prime 4 is not 2020 and even looks kind of questionable for 2021. Let's talk about some other games that I think could be announced E3 and could come out this year. Although, really, the the thing about not having the Nintendo Direct is like when you announce games at E3, um, typically you'll have a game release in August. You'll have one release in September, October, November. I think if you announce a game at E3 and it releases in like November or maybe even September, that's okay. But then you get into like the summer releases and it's like, Man, if you announce this game, there's really not a lot of time to to put marketing behind it and announce it. But th I mean, that being said, here's uh, here's a couple games that I think could be announced and could come out to kind of round out Nintendo's 2020 lineup here. Uh, a couple educated guesses. The first one that I think we're going to see is Detective Pikachu 2, and I'm pretty sure that Nintendo actually confirmed that they were. I don't know if they said that they were working on a new Detective Pikachu or if they were porting over Detective Pikachu to the Switch, or they said something about it um, during a Pokemon Direct a while ago. But I, I do think that we see this game announced. Uh, it makes sense to me. The first one was really fun. There's a second Detective Pikachu that's been released in Japan. Um, and obviously you've got the, uh, the movie to build some equity with that brand. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you think the chances of seeing Detective Pikachu for the Switch are realistic? In 2020? Yeah, I could see Detective Pikachu making his way to the Switch. Seems like a no-brainer. There's a lot of um, 
this, this is the case with like 3DS and Wii U. There's a lot of titles there that maybe people missed out on, especially on Wii U, where it just seems like a slam dunk to just like print that on Switch. I know it's a little more difficult than that, but, you know, push everything to the Switch. Yeah, you know, it is interesting, though, because after all that Detective Pikachu stuff has come out, I feel like I haven't heard, like, anything really about that kind of brand or sub-brand or IP, you know? Like, it has, I feel like it's kind of lost its footprint on popular culture. Like, it kind of just came and went. So, while I do agree, I almost feel like they're not necessarily in any kind of rush to just put it on the Switch, but maybe they are. I don't know. I feel like I haven't heard anything about it. So, I would almost, not necessarily be surprised, but, like, if I just saw it on the Switch, I'd be like, oh, they're put on the Switch. Okay, like, they haven't, they haven't forgotten about it. I would hope not, because De- uh, Detective Pichu, Pikachu's been great. So, yeah, I think it's likely. I'm just uh, curious where, like, they stand on it, because I feel like it's kind of fallen away a little bit. Yeah, in, in my eyes, I think that Nintendo views Detective Pikachu as kind of like a B-tier series, or maybe even a C-tier series. Um, that's, a, that's a video game that I think that you could announce, and then you'd be like, you know what, it's available later this month like i don't think that that game needs a lot of build-up because it's not like a like a huge stakes game hmm. which is hmm. why i think that that's like reasonably plausible to to release this year yeah but um, I, I that's interesting you say that though because while i do agree at the same time they made like with the movie they made it feel like such a big deal you know like they made like detective detective pikachu as a whole feel like this really big new pokemon thing there's a movie it's supposed to be like real and take place in like the real world and all this stuff and it made it feel like such a really big thing so then to it would actually be surprising to me if they came out and be like oh here's detective pikachu 2 whatever on the switch coming out next week blah here you go that would be surprising to me because there was so much hype and build up to like the movie and all this stuff involving the ip that to just kind of like drop it like almost unannounced or like a month out or whatever would feel kind of like they've demoted it almost and that it wasn't really that significant as they were saying it was i don't know maybe that's just me I could see that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I could see that. Um, and actually, a special shout-out here. If you want to hear in-depth thoughts about Detective Pikachu the movie, head on over to Virtual Theater and check Goo and I's episode out on uh, Detective Pikachu. We talked for like two and a half hours about mm-hmm. it. It was good stuff. Um, so yeah, that's one release that I could see coming out in 2020. Here's a release that I think is coming out this year. I think that if Breath of the Wild 2 does not come out in 2020, this is the hot nintendo game for the season um this is your black friday game a new donkey kong country oh yeah i think that it's been a while since tropical freeze um you know i i assume that retro was working on a new donkey kong before they were pulled off and put on metroid prime 4 duty i think that that game is like you're you're probably just using the same engine as tropical freeze i think that it's uh not that i know anything about making games but like a quicker, easier game to make as kind of like the, the the third entry into that new Donkey Kong Country trilogy. I think it's very realistic that that game is announced at E3 and releases uh, holiday 2020. What do you guys think? Oh yeah, we need that. That's that's definitely feasible. Um, and, and like the third game in the series, we need the return of uh, Baron Von Ruhlenstein, right? Wow, that would Bring so that cool. guy out of retirement. Yeah, that would be great. I would, I 100% agree. I would love that a third in like the trilogy, bring back K. Rool and all the Kremlings or whatever. I don't care or not. Honestly, I think just the gameplay itself is enough to really bring back. Of course, like the kid in me has always wanted a sequel to Donkey Kong 64. So I don't know if yeah. that'll ever happen. I, I love that yeah. game, but um, 
I would. I think a Donkey Kong Country game would be great on Switch to have a new, fresh DKC game. Uh, it's pretty well universally loved, and I really think you can't really go wrong with it. Even Tropical Freeze is really great. So, yeah, I think it would be awesome. It'd be great for the library. They could really just bust that out, and I think your timeline was pretty reasonable too. But I would still be like, hey, Donkey Kong 128. I want to see what's happening there. That's that's just me. But yeah, DKC <laughs> three, new DKC three, almost. Yeah, I would be down for that. I yeah, I would love to see a uh, a Donkey Kong sixty four game like oh. or a sequel to Donkey Kong sixty four. That would What's be chunky up to imagine like imagine like, like a <laughs> like a Mario Odyssey style Donkey Kong game. Exactly. My oh, mouth yeah. is watering thinking of that. Yeah, I would love that. But I think realistically, Donkey Kong Country is is what we're gonna get. Yeah, I agree. And and you know, I'm totally okay with that too. Actually, yep. um, here's another thing that I think that we will get in 2020. I bet you it's announced at E3. It seems like whenever Nintendo is hard-pressed for games, there's not a lot down the pipe. Um, they just throw out some crappy Kirby game with a new <laughs> crappy gimmick. I bet you anything we see, like like Kirby's dog walking simulator or something oh, like that. Something man. something stupid with Kirby attached to it. I, I bet you we see that this year. That would be great. I'd love to walk dogs with Kirby. Yeah, you're you're making it sound good. Yeah, let's get let's get that game. I'm looking at my copy of Kirby Triple Deluxe right now, and my copy of Kirby 64 and the Crystal Shards on uh, in my N64 right now. I don't. That's what we need a sequel to 64. uh, Kirby Grudge, Andy. Yeah, some crappy Kirby game. So Kirby games are crappy. Ugly Kirby. Okay, here here's a little side tangent here, and actually this ties directly into Metroid, so I'm glad that you asked that. Oh boy. I. I just, I resent Kirby games because Nintendo makes so many of them and they're all so mediocre. They're for every game, they're for every game has a new stupid gimmick. Like it, they, there's no core gameplay in Kirby. There was for the first couple of games. They got away from it. You have Kirby games where you're a robot. You have Kirby yeah, games Robobot. where you're, where you're yarn. You have Kirby games where you're using the DS to move your, to move Kirby around. Oh, you, you just yeah. like, it's like pick a gimmick and stick to it, you know. And it's like these games feel like they're rushed out. They they just they're they're mediocre. And it's like why in the world do I have like six hundred Kirby games, but I have to go eight years between Metroid games? Why Kirby doesn't even sell that much more than Metroid? If you go on a game by game basis, Metroid sells more than Kirby. So it's know. like why? They're easier to why? Make, man. They're easier to make. Oh, he's so cute, though. They're like, yeah. He's such a cute I think little it's guy. It's interesting you say that because I feel like Yoshi is. That's the game series. That's the same boring, crap, mediocre stuff they churn out all the time and no one cares about. It. At least Kirby, they try yeah. to, like, mix it up a little bit. I don't know. There is a lot more Kirby than Yoshi. There is more. There is way more Kirby than Yoshi, but I feel like every time a Yoshi game comes out, it's the same thing every time. Whereas if I see a new Kirby game, even though it's still Kirby, I know I'm not going to die. It's going to be super easy and whatever. Like, I'm like, oh, at least it's like kind of different this time like oh uh, hold on at, at least yoshi is charming though he has some charm to him I love kirby yoshi, is just this pink blob that's never been in a good game <laughs> since maybe like the game boy Advance days oh wow Damn, this is that's, harsh that's a that's a take right there that's a take i mean oh, i'm not man. gonna die Anyways, i'm not gonna die on any andy, kirby hill though i won't defend kirby and die on it andy kirby games were just not made for you yeah they're made for five-year-olds man they're not made for like people who like expect like high tier games all they just they're made for like some kid to pick up their like wii or switch and waggle it around and be like oh look i'm fighting the guy with the spear 
and you know fighting around right. having a good time and you know shooting stuff with meta knight and kurt king ddd i think they're kind of just meant to be kind of simple churn them out games and that's what they are. And you know what? That that's that's fine. I just like kind of resent him for that. <laughs> I just you know I just I just feel like like oh we don't have anything coming out in this uh, four month gap. I know what we'll do. Reach into the box of gimmicks and slap it on a Kirby game and push it out. <laughs> oh rip! Pour one out for Kirby. Damn. Like I think that's literally how Nintendo makes Kirby Probably games. Not like wrong. what what new gimmick do we have this month? So I bet you that there's a new Kirby game. Um, oh, I hope let me so. get your guys' <laughs> hot take on this. We've heard for the last, uh, I don't know, maybe like year or so, Dak, about these uh, these rumors of a new 2D Metroid, maybe a Super Metroid remake. Uh. Do you guys think that there is smoke to that fire? Because I could conceivably see a Super Metroid remake coming out if indeed Prime 4 is like a, a 2022 game or it's going to be a while. What, what do you guys think the chances of that are? Hmm. And for the, for this year specifically, let me just add that. I think I don't know how much smoke there is to that fire. Yeah. I don't know if you agree, Deck. I I think number one, there's not much smoke to the fire. Do I think it's likely? Yeah, I do think it's a Nintendo thing to do. I hope they don't do it because, first of all, I don't think it needs a remake right now. Just release Metroid Prime Four. Once people are playing Metroid Prime Four and it's great and people are hyped on Metroid again, then do the remakes, then do the spinoffs, then do all that stuff. But until then, like we just had a remake. We just had. Like, the last two Metroid games were spinoffs and remakes, and the one before that was bad. Like, let, let's get a main Metroid game. <laughs> if people want to play Super Metroid, they can go play it. Like, they can pull up their Switch now and play it on their Switch right now. They don't need to remake it. If anything, remake Metroid Fusion. But I don't think that needs a remake right now anyway. But I do think... You can hear all about that yeah. on Omega Metroid coming up in a couple Very episodes, true. actually. We... Dak and I talked about making Super Metroid and Fusion. Yeah, and I, I hope they don't, though. I, I do think it's a Nintendo thing to do where they'll put out another remake. I really hope they don't. I think what they need to do is just release Metroid Prime 4, focus on that, and that's what will kickstart the franchise again, like we were talking about earlier. And once you've done that, then you do your Metroid Prime Hunters 2. Then you do your Super Metroid remake. Then you do... You know, Metroid Strikers Charge and all that, and Metroid Party and whatnot, oh, and that'll man. be hype, right? Metroid Soccer, um, yeah. Which, by the way, is we're talking about games we'd like to have come out or something. If we could get another Mario Strikers, that would be great. And also, I think there was another Cooking Mama game announced recently. Yes. And coming out in 2020. That's another game that I am looking forward to this year. I think that just came to my head, so that's a real thing. We need Cooking Mama and Smash. Yes! My, yo, Cooking Mama suplexing someone on a nice, <laughs> fresh bed of rice. Yes. Cooking Mama would be hype and smash. Yes, I agree. And, uh, yeah, what were we talking Super Metroid remake? No. Um, I- <laughs> yeah, we need Cooking Mama. Um, Cooking Mama, you know, 64 HD on Switch. Yeah, until we, wait until we get – I would love Cooking Metroid. I would love Metroid Party. I'd love Metroid Prime Hunters 2. I'd love Super Metroid remake. Oh, man, Metroid about, Party. That would be awesome. Yeah. What about Metroid Building Simulator? I would love Metroid of the Wild. I would love Metroid Fortnite. I would love Metroid Battlegrounds. I'd love – all of that, but please, just Metroid Prime 4 uh, first. Well, hold on, though. Hear, hear me out, though, because if Metroid Prime 4 is, like, you know, it, the development obviously hit a, a, a turn in the road, and they had to basically redo it, I, I could see Nintendo remaking uh, Super Metroid because, you know, they want to give Metroid fans something because it, it, we don't want to wait another, you know, two years for Metroid Prime 4. I could see that being like kind of a okay. Well, well, here you go. We're still working on this. A, a, another team is working on the remake. Maybe it's uh, Mercury. Maybe they ask Grezzo, like whoever. Like the, a separate team is working on this Super Metroid remake, 
and it's not impacting development of Metroid Prime 4, but here you go, this is to pacify you, because it's still going to be, you know, a couple winters until you get your hands on Prime 4. I, I could see that happen. I, I, like I said, I agree. I 100% think that that's how they would think about it. That I, I don't, hope they don't do it, but yes, I agree that they might do that, because that's how they'll look at it. I, as a Metroid fan, though, hope they don't, because... I've survived the past 10 years of my life without a Metroid Prime game. I can wait another two, 13 years of my life. I survived through Other M. I survived through Federal. I can two years to wait for Metroid Prime 4. I don't need a Super Metroid remake to hold me over. And that's what that's the thing is that for any hardcore or really like true, not true, but like tenured Metroid fan, is do they need a Super Metroid remake? Personally, I don't. Maybe I'm not like, maybe that's not the consensus for most Metroid fans who've been around the series for a while, but... I could just go play Super Metroid. I could just go play Metroid Fusion. I can just go play this game or that game. I don't. That's not going to stave me off. And any casual fan is just going to play Metroid Prime 4 when it comes out. They're not sitting around waiting for Metroid news all the time like we are. So, I don't know. I feel like it would be kind of... The, the series is still already kind of like treading water and, and spinning its wheels right now. I don't think Super Metroid is really going to... A remake is... It'll be hype at the time, but I think it'll be more hype if Metroid Prime 4 comes out first. And I don't, as a fan, I don't necessarily need that to kind of hold me over. I've already been waiting for 13 years. Two more years is no big deal. It's nice being a Zelda fan. Yeah, you guys get games all the time. Yeah, no kidding. You don't kidding. have to worry about that. Like, you guys get, like, you turn around and you turn back and there's another <laughs> Zelda game. <in> <laughs> you guys. Now. We're suffering. <laughs> you darn folks. Zelda fans. I'm out here in, oh, in the man. cold. Us F-Zero fans are just <laughs> dying. Yeah, so, you know, I don't know. That's just, I'm a hardened Metroid fan, right? Like, I can... I've weathered the storm. I'm not going to be like put on my on my. I, I don't. Like I don't this. disagree. I could just. I could just see that happening. Yes, that's that's the thing. Um, I could see him doing it. Yeah, I, I could see it happening. And actually, I like like you and I talked about. I think that Fusion would actually be the game that you'd want to remake yeah. versus Super Metroid. Agreed. But um, it, it, I could see them releasing something yep. to kind of pacify people. Uh, let's move on. I think that this is the year that we get a Switch version of Persona 5. I'm just, I'm so shocked that we didn't get that when Joker was announced for Smash. It's just, it, it seemed like just such a no-brainer to me. Yeah. You know what, though, Andy? I feel like the Smash tie-ins are a bit more random now, where it, like you don't need to read too far in between the lines, but we are overdue for Persona 5. It's gotta happen. I, I yeah, I feel weird that, uh, not weird, but I, it's it's odd to me that it didn't, because, you know, now, kind of like with Fire Emblem, like, you put Marth and you put Roy into Super Smash Bros, and people are like, oh, I want to play, you know, the game that these guys are from. It just, it seems like such a no-brainer that a lot of people are playing Smash, and they're like, oh, Joker's kind of cool, and uh, maybe I should play the game that he comes from. So, I, I feel like it just makes too much sense not to happen, so I feel like this is the year that it does. So we'll see. Um, I got two more for you guys that, and this is kind of not the, the last couple games that I just mentioned were educated guesses. This is just kind of like a, what if kind of a scenario. Um, do you think there's any possibility that Skyward Sword HD comes out 2020? Uh, no, no way. No, no way. chance. Hmm. Um, no, I don't e think so. Even, um, even if, even if breath of the wild two is like a 2021 game. Uh, no, I I just don't see it. Uh, we know that Breath of the Wild 2 is looming on the horizon. I don't think Skyward Sword HD is uh, going to be, you know, within the uh, the crosshairs, so to speak. 
Um, I would say the safer guess would be if we had like a Twilight Princess HD port and a Wind Waker HD port over to Switch. I could see that before Skyward Sword HD would, uh, you know, make that leap over to Switch. Okay. That's just what, I, what I'm thinking. I don't know how how much, uh, you know, flack you throw behind that, but Skyward Sword HD might be a bit out, I think. Yeah. Uh, yes. Feels a little recent, but I don't know if they would even do those other things. I feel like a Skyward Sword HD is probably an inevitability, but I do think that, like, Breath of the Wild 2 is probably the next, like, Zelda release we're going to get. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Skyward Sword HD just seemed like a sure thing yeah. until Breath of the Wild 2 was announced. And Skyward Sword HD, I'm sure, will happen. Oh, it'll definitely but, happen. Um, they want that money. Yeah. They want that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll buy it. I'm looking forward to when it does. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I'll play the heck out of that. Um, but yeah, I think that the chances of that happening are have went down significantly now that we know Breath of the Wild 2 is probably a late 2020, early 2021 game. But uh, I guess we will see. The, the only way that I could see Skyward Sword HD coming out is if, kind of like we're talking about with uh, with Prime 4, if Breath of the Wild 2 gets delayed and they're just like, you know what, we're sorry that we delayed it, but here's Skyward Sword HD to hold you over until, you know, until dinner is served, so to speak. Hmm. That's, that's um, an interesting way of thinking about it. Like, hey, here's something you expected, but uh, we don't have it. So here's something not as good. Here you go. Like as a fan, I, feel, I, I mean that's I a feel that's like, a very yeah. Nintendo thing to do. I know, do. I know. That's why I think it's very yeah. interesting that that's how they look at it. Where it's like I'd be like, oh, like I don't, I don't want this. I want, I want what you told me where I was getting. <laughs> but uh, I think it's interesting how they look at it that way. All right. So here's the last one before we get out of here. I was chatting with someone about this uh, yesterday. What do you guys think the chances of? an announcement, maybe not a release in 2020 even, but just an announcement of Super Mario Odyssey 2 are. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, I, and I'll, I'll kind of set the table here. I was talking with Moss about this yesterday, and we were chatting, and he was kind of comparing the Wii to the Switch and saying that the game cycles were similar and that the Wii was more so front-loaded, and then uh, you had your Mario Galaxy come out, and then a couple years later you had Galaxy 2, um, and he said that, and it made a lot of sense to me that you know they might go and revisit Odyssey. I mean, I don't, I don't expect that to be a 2020 game, but I could, I could potentially see it being announced at E3 2020, and maybe kind of like a like a teaser form, like Breath of the Wild 2 was last year. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I'm, I'm a little surprised that on the Mario front we haven't gotten a 3D World port. Um, but yeah, we, I mean, Odyssey seems like it's been a long time now. I could see an Odyssey 2. Uh, coming out maybe not this year like you said but um maybe within the next one or two years see i yeah. really want a sunshine hd on on switch that's what i would love so if they could announce that um yeah it does feel weird we haven't heard anything about like odyssey mario stuff or anything really at all on that mario front in a little while yeah if they do do odyssey i don't think it'll be 2020 i would love uh, a sunshine hd maybe before that uh, I think they might be trying to just get more details out for Breath of the Wild 2 before they start doing Mario again, since mm-hmm. Odyssey may feel a little bit more recent. But even Odyssey still feels like not very recent anymore, you know, just like Breath of the Wild doesn't. So, yeah, it's I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that. I think we could see, like, very much like a, a teaser where we, we can hold out on that teaser through the Breath of the Wild development cycle. And then once that comes out, we get a little more of Mario and go from there. I think that'll be fine. 
Right. You know what? One game that uh, I forgot about, actually, that you brought up, Dak, uh, Bayonetta 3. Yes. Do we think... I, I think that that probably does come out in 2020. And yeah, you know what? I, I just don't view Bayonetta as, like, a, a major big series. But I think that Nintendo does. It's like... I don't know. What, what's your guys' sense on what Nintendo thinks of Bayonetta? Yeah, I mean, without Nintendo, there would be no Bayonetta 3. Yeah. I think that's that's it. Like... Nintendo is very committed to that with Platinum Games. Yeah, I think they're in... Uh, that's why you have Bayonetta 1 and 2 on, on Wii U as well. Absolutely, yeah. I think their investment shows for it. Like, if they didn't think Bayonetta was, like, a big thing, then they wouldn't have put so much behind mm-hmm. it. And so, I think... I, I could see Bayonetta 3 coming out. Again, it might not be, like, what you're considering, like, a main event game, but it's certainly, like, upper mid-card. It's, like, right there and can carry a show I, I do well. think that this would be a main event game actually okay. and, and maybe yeah. that's why i forgot about it just because I, I, I think i don't know i i played the first bayonetta and i was like this is pretty good but it's, it's also not really my kind of game i don't like like fighting combo-y kind of actiony games like that like i don't really like the devil may cry uh bayonetta type of games mm-hmm. but um i, I think that that's going to be pushed like quite heavily when it comes out so yeah that's that's one that we forgot um so that's probably you know that's probably another one to fill kind of the the calendar as well. That would fill probably a big gap on the calendar. Uh, really quickly before we get out of here, are there any other games that we can think of that you know realistically could potentially fill out the rest of Nintendo's uh, 2020 lineup? I'm trying to think of yeah of Wii U games that have yet to be ported, but it seems like there's none. What what about an Arms sequel? <laughs> But legs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know about that. Leg day, the game. Legs. Or uh, like a Pokémon fighter. Hmm. Pokémon tournament. Pokemon I don't know. Cool. I'd be down for a Pokémon. I, I, I don't think that that went over like super well, though, did it? Yeah, I don't know. I, Neither I, of them did. Imagine like a Pokémon. I, I think, to be honest, a Hyrule Warrior sequel would be more oh, realistic yes. than a, than a Pokémon one. Bring, bring me Hyrule Warriors. Bring me Cadence of Hyrule. Bring me that wand of Gamelon HD. Let's <laughs> I get would, those I on would there. I for that. that would oh, be. yeah. All right. So uh, so there we go. That is what we think uh, could potentially happen in Nintendo's 2020. Uh, we're going to see. There's a lot of interesting uh, stuff by, you know, with our luck, by the time that we have released this, Nintendo's announced a direct and announced their entire lineup. So we'll just seem like we don't know what we're talking about at all which actually you know what i'd take one for the team if it mean that we uh, if it meant that we got a direct i would be fine with that so there you go we want to know what you guys think is going to fill out the rest of nintendo's 2020 lineup um and of course uh, you can tweet at us i am at spateri 316 kevin is at shabazzl and dak is at the rapture underscore check us all out on twitter and if you uh if you enjoyed kind of the the rapport between Dak and myself, please check out the Omega Metroid podcast. We are at Omega Metroid Pod and available on iTunes, Podbean. Uh, we got some good stuff. Uh, it's kind of the sister show to the Champions cast here. So basically this show, but all focused on Metroid. So go and check that out. Episode one is available now. Episode two is coming out tomorrow. Um, and make sure that you are here next Saturday, the 14th for the Champions cast live episode 100 extravaganza that's going to be a great time uh kevin we might have to dip in the bubbly for that i think oh wow yeah late hours uh, have some that, that, lacroix that, seltzers up and down uh you, you know the rest yeah late <laughs> nights <laughs> late nights <laughs> yeah. Parties. Uh, yeah 
you're going to want to make sure that you come and hang out with uh, Kev, Allison, and I next Saturday. Um, it's going to be... It's going to be just a lot of really cool, fun, behind-the-scenes stories, and I uh, I can't wait. I put together a format that I think is going to be really fun. So make sure that you come and hang out with us. Um, that's going to do it for episode 99 of the Champions Cast. We're out of here. Make sure that you like and follow and subscribe. Podbean, iTunes. If you've got a Zelda fan in your life, tell them about the Champions Cast and where they can get their fix of all the latest Zelda news. And uh, until next week, until the big 100... We're out of here, and we'll see you then. Take care.